Hey y'all, so it's me again. I'm excited for episode two. <sighs> I'm excited for this one. Um, we're in February. I don't know about you, but it felt like January was the longest month. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I felt like January was never going to end for some reason, but we're here in February and I'm excited. Um, we're in the second year of the month and we're alive and we're well. And if you're not well, can I give you something? You survive your worst days. So trust me, you're going to be fine. You're stronger than you look. All right. So I'm excited for this episode because this episode, we're going to talk about loving yourself. I know you've been hearing or you've been seeing a lot, you know, on, the, you know, on social media, especially with Valentine's Day going around about what to buy yourself, what to buy your partner and um, about so many things, affirmation, which is good, which is so good because sometimes you need to see something and we live in the social media world and there's power in it, you know. Um, if you learn how to use it correctly, you can make money. You can do so many things with social media. So social media is good when you can, can control it, right? Not when it controls you. And, you know, so everywhere you go right now, you see red, pink, white, because it's Valentine's Day and it's also Black History Month. And so I thought it was a perfect fit. It's very fitting for us to talk about loving yourself, maybe in a different approach, in a different light, right? So I came up with five points um, of loving yourself. And it's something that I've went through, right? And by me doing those things, and I'm still doing them, right? Because you never learn enough through life. You are a student of life. So I would say be teachable because you're going to come come across experience that will make you mature in this life. (laughs) And, you know, and so I'm excited about that. So let's talk about our first point. Are you ready for it? All right. The first point is you will treat yourself better when you see yourself through God's eyes. You will see yourself better and you treat yourself better when you see yourself through God's eyes. You are beautiful. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. No one can walk on your shoes but you. If someone ever walked in your shoes, I don't think they would be able to survive. (laughs) Okay? So you are God's masterpiece. You are an original piece. When God created you, He created you on purpose with a purpose, okay? So I know at times you don't feel like a masterpiece because I felt that way. It took me a long time for me to see myself through God's eyes. Yes, a lot of people tell me how, you know, how I looked, how, you know, I made them feel, which was fine. But until I saw myself through God's eyes, what other people saw me as, I'm like, okay, they're cute, (laughs) right? And I had to learn that the hard way because I'm a type of person, I push myself a lot. I'm very hard on myself. 
And when I don't meet certain things, I go hard on myself. I down myself. And I'm like, Kate, you should have done better. Oh, Kate, you should have done better. And everyone's like, oh, it's beautiful. But to me, I felt I could have done better. But then all of a sudden, you know, I, I became addicted to perfection. If it didn't look perfect, then it wasn't right. And life is not like that. You know, sometimes God blesses you and the blessing doesn't look like what you think it should look like. And sometimes we miss those, right? You know, because we have this picture perfect how it should become packaged. And we think, oh, this is from God because it has the red bows and everything. And God's like, no, sometimes you have to go through the desert and to your promise or to the blessing, But what I'm saying is, once you see yourself the way God sees you, no matter what society may say what beauty looks like, or or no matter what a human person may say on what you should look like, but once you see yourself through his lens, you won't be able to accept or entertain anything less than. Right? So... When people when people will tell me these things, now I'm like, oh, yeah, I see it. And it's not me being conceited. It's just me knowing that I was built different. And I'm still willing to help others. I have to understand that I'm his, um, I'm, there's no one like me. I'm his masterpiece, right? You show people how to treat you based how you treat yourself and what you allow, right? So... Once you make a prayer, and that's my prayer all the time, God, help me to see myself through your eyes, through your lens. Even when I feel like I'm weak, but once I see myself through his lens, I become strong, right? So, you know, I want you to embrace yourself and love yourself just a little bit more. I want you to grace yourself just a little bit more. No one can walk on your shoes. You have survived. I'm pretty sure there have been situations that you, when you look back and you saw that you survived, you'd be like, whoo, I thought that was going to take me out. When I was on the hospital bed after I had my baby, two weeks after, and they told me I had preeclampsia, and they would tell me all these things all these things because you know i'm in my 40s i had a baby it put so much stress on my body you know they were telling the doctor was the doctor was doing their job and telling me all these things all these things i was at risk for and even till now i just came out of an appointment and they were telling me all these risks of me having a stroke and all of that and they're doing their job but then and I told my husband, you know, and my husband told me, we were, we were in agreement in that, is that the, the doctors or whoever is telling you how to make you, what, to, what you need to do to make you feel better, that's their job to tell you the risk and what, it, what happens when you don't take care of yourself. They're doing their job. But as a believer, your job is to pray, to plan, and to perform. The PPP, to pray, to plan, and to perform. So when a doctor told me all these things I could be at risk for, if I don't learn how to calm myself down, if I don't learn how to change my habits, guess what? After prayer, you think I just stopped that prayer? No, I planned. 
currently I'm at the hotel for a few nights, well, two nights. Um, shout out to my hubby for a lot, for, for giving me the, the, the grace. <laughs> um, cause I know the kids are with him and you know, <laughs> so I'm currently at a hotel for two, two nights and I'm like, I need, I need a change of scenery. I need to go somewhere and I need to just release, just release. No one around, just release, just release. And I need some me time. Mommy needs some me time. So when my husband dropped me off with all the kids, well, two kids, I'm saying all the kids, like I have like 10. And my son, Josiah, Jojo was just like, oh, mom, so how many nights you spending? And I'm like, just two. And he's like, okay, you know, well, have a good time, mom. And I love you. My husband said, I love you, you know, and, you know, and when I got to the hotel, I had a little bit of mommy guilt. Don't get me wrong. I had a little bit of mommy guilt and I had to say to myself, like, girl, you know, you know, I'm Haitian. So it's like I heard my mom's voice like, and I'm like, no, I need this. I really need this. And as I'm resting in a hotel and, you know, I'm like praying, meditating, you know, I took a long shower without any interruptions because having a newborn, your showers, you know, are limited at times um, <laughs> because, you know, you know, you have so much responsibility. So I took like a long shower, like 25 minutes right 25 to 30 minutes just long shower and then I did a whole mass situation and I'm just like after I prayed I'm like and I was I started you know talking to myself like Caitlin do better do better to you because when you do better to you you're better for others and as I'm praying, I'm, I can list so many scriptures, Psalm 139, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. I can list scriptures, but do I really accept them and retain them for myself and say, Caitlin, you got this. Caitlin, you are beautiful. Yes, you put on 36 pounds. You just had a baby three months ago. Grace yourself. If Now, if you want to lose this is what you shouldn't eat, right? Sidebar, I, when I, my biggest weight was, I was like 220. And I was telling my husband, I'm like, I need to lose weight. <laughs> I need, I, I, I feel so huge and everything. And he's just like, babe, you know, those who know my husband, my husband will bust out a song anytime, any day. And he's like, he started singing, um, I love you when your hair turns gray. Just going on. I'm looking at him like, Take me seriously. And he honestly said, babe, I love you for who you are. Don't you see that? But in my head, I'm like, no, I don't. But here's the funny part. I can now laugh about it. And you guys can laugh about it too. I was complaining about (laughs) my weight. And after that, I was just like eating a whole fried chicken wing. (laughs) And I'm like eating it and still complaining. And then my husband looking at me like... Babe, only you can change that. (laughs) And what he was saying was gospel. If I don't like something, I need to change it. 
So I had to change my habits, how, how I, what I consumed, right? So I did that. And now I had a baby three months ago, beautiful boy, Zion Joel Lewis. Um, he's my heart. And even then I had to like grace myself and like, girl, calm down. You're beautiful. You're fine. Take it easy. Take it easy. So I'm telling you girls, you ladies or guys who's listen, take it easy. No one can go through what you've been through. And God grace you with incredible courage and strength. This world needs you, needs your gift, needs your talents, need you. The, the, God wouldn't put you in this world just to be in this world without any purpose or any or anything or any gift or he hasn't equipped you with anything he has you just need to tap into it and the only way you can tap into it is looking through yourself seeing yourself through God's eyes right so that's one right so you treat yourself better when you see yourself through God's eyes number two your habits will change when you realize what you consume Ooh, let's put a pause on that one. And I'm not just talking about what you eating. And that's something that was a hard lesson for me. When I say hard, hard lesson for me. Number one, we're human, right? We're human and we love to be around people. But Sometimes we'd be putting our energy into the wrong people, into the wrong things, right? So dieting, or I wouldn't even say diet, when you see yourself through God's eyes, you learn what you shouldn't be entertaining anymore. You know what you shouldn't be settling anymore. You know, it's not what about what you eat, how you spend your energy. It's also about how you spend your energy, how you manage your money, how you are managing your circle. I um there's a meme, not a meme, a post. I saw some of posts on my um on my for you page. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I feel like a dinosaur when it comes to social media. Um but anyway, it says if it costs you your piece, it's expensive. So when you see yourself through God eyes, you see yourself that you are built different. You were called to be different and God created you to be different. You tend, you, you would then change your habits. You would tend to learn how to see yourself differently. You learn how to eat differently. You learn how to manage your money differently. You learn how to manage a circle. Um, we need to be good stewards in the blessings that God have been giving, that God has given to us. And I think, I think a lot of time when we don't have no clarity, we tend to mismanage God's blessings. And that includes your friends, your husband or your wife, your children, what you eat, how you spend your money. Everything needs a direction. Everything. God is a strategic God. He didn't call none of us to be poor. He didn't call none of us to be lonely. He didn't call none of us to just be there without any help. Number one, we have the Holy Ghost. That's an advantage that we have. We have the Holy Spirit. We have him, right? Number two, he has blessed us with family, with friends. And I'm not saying all of them. God-given friends, okay? That's going to be another podcast because that 
you know, people don't talk about the heartbreak that you suffer <laughs> with friendships, but that's going to be a whole nother podcast. But today's all about you, right? So when you see yourself different, you tend to move differently now because there's clarity. There's clarity on you can't be walking in your into a room with your head down. God put you in that room. Now it is up to you with the gifts and what he equipped you with to maintain in that room. And once you maintain in that room and you learn that room and you you become successful in that room, now it's your job to hold the door for the others that come behind that comes behind you. God will never give you a talent for just for you alone. God will never give you a purpose for just for you alone. We don't serve a selfish God. You'll see that every gift that God deposit in you is to help others. An example, if God call you to be a doctor, who who are you serving? If God call you to be a nurse, if God call you to be a hairdresser, if God call you to be a nail technician, God call you to be a fashion stylist, everything that God does is on purpose. We serve a creative and a very strategic God. Okay? So he doesn't put the talents and a blessing for us to keep for our own self. No. But it is our job to love ourselves, to understand and manage what we have so we can be a source of blessings for others. So when you realize who you are and who you belong to, the way you move is differently. The way you talk is different. The way you manage your money is different. The who you spend your time with is different. Your circle will change, okay? Your circle will change because you realize like oh wow i've been sleeping on myself this is guy i follow oh my god i forgot his name he said something that i'm like wow i I think he's the owner of dsd paintings i don't know but i'm gonna post him on, on my social media page he said something he's like time to wake up you know i've been sleeping on myself i sold my bed And I was like, wow, some of us have been sleeping on, you know, on on ourselves. I've been sleeping on myself for quite some time. And now I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. It's time. Why? Because through your obedience, someone else gets free, right? You know, you are someone answered prayer you are someone's what you have in your hand is something someone have been praying about but you need to get into an alignment you need to be in alignment with God so he can tell you when to release when to hold back right wisdom and discernment is big so but you know so it requires you to move differently it requires to talk to yourself how you think about yourself changes right so with that even with what you consume right spiritual physically and mentally and with that and i want to talk about it in my next podcast what about your friends part three because i'm gonna download the other two where i have pastor sovi pastor joelle and mima 
Jamima McGlure, and we were talking about it. Um, and one of the things we we're talking about a lot of times, because we have no clarity, we don't see ourselves through God's eyes. We leave expired people in our current season. In the season that you're in, not every it's not meant for everybody. You know, you got to discern your roots and your branches. You got to discern your Peter from your Judas, right? Each of them serve each of each of them served a purpose. So with that come with prayer, discernment, and wisdom. Not everybody's your friend. And the biggest heartbreak, one of the biggest heartbreak is not everybody has the heart as you like you so you need to understand everything you you're doing is because you see yourself through god's eyes so the what about your friends part three is coming which it needs its own podcast all right (laughs) number three is learn to be comfortable saying uh, no those two letters are powerful because when you learn to say no, you've been you can lock doors and you can open doors. Right? You can lock doors and you can open doors. Taking care of yourself is the number one priority. Like I said, if it costs you your piece, it's too expensive. Number one, take time for yourself. Take time for yourself. Take time for yourself. And number two, set boundaries. Set boundaries. <sighs> I know a lot of times you want to go hard for people, but you need to go for, if not harder for yourself and you need to set boundaries. You know, one of the things I had to learn, you know, being in ministry is not to answer all type of phone calls during the night. There's some times you just got to put do not disturb. And there was one time, you know, let me tell you about my mom. My mama, she always had <laughs> prayer time. And six o'clock was her prayer time. Everyone knew not to call her around six o'clock. So one time, what I felt was an emergency. I was calling my mama. <laughs> Let me stop acting. Stop acting up. Okay, I was calling my mother, and I could not find her. And it dawned on me. Oh my God, it's six o'clock. So I went to her house. Knock on the door. At the time, she was living in New Hampshire before she moved to Ohio. And I was like, Mom, open the door. And my mom, in her prayer, she takes two hours. Not one, two. And (laughs) I'm like, Mom, open the door. I know you're in there. I can hear you. And then I had to wait in my car until, you know, her time was up, right? And I opened the door. And I'm like, Mom. Your daughter was calling it. And she's like, no, it's my time. I said, what if I have an emergency? And here's her response. She said, if it was an emergency, after you call God, dial 911. And when the time right, you know, all your missed calls, I'll, I'll call you back. And I have to be like, mom, that's so dirty. But she's like, no, I have to set boundaries. Because dealing with your kids, like, you know how Caribbean mothers can get, right? But then it's now I'm having an understanding. I mean, I'm not that harsh with my kids. But I have an understanding of why. You know, sometimes you need to block out. Because 
you don't know what mothers are going through or any person is going through, especially now these days with mental health. I don't know your struggle. And sometimes people are not comfortable speaking to other people. So they feel like they have to carry the weight by themselves. Right. And so I may not know what you're going through and you may need that two hour block. You may need that 30 minute block. I, I shouldn't take it offensive, you know, so set boundaries, set boundaries so you can be right. Because once you're right, everything that you do for God, everything that you do for the blessings that he blessed you with, with your children, with your husband, everything will be right. But the moment you're not right, everything you touch is tainted. So set boundaries. Okay, set boundaries. Number four, number four is review and replace. Review and replace. What do you mean? I need you to examine your circle and how you spend your time. And review and replace. Review and replace or redirect. However, whatever you need to do, check your circle. Is it a one-way street? Do they only call you when they need something? But they don't call you to see how you're doing? Or are you calling them to check on? It's a two-way street, bro. It's a two-way street. But if you feel like it's one-sided, then it's an issue. That person should not be in your circle. Like I said in in my last podcast, not everybody should have access to you, right? So you'll know. Let me tell you how you know when this person isn't right. Right. Number one, your gut will tell you, oh, this, you know, sometimes you fall out of love with friends. It's nothing you have against them. It's just you grow out. You grow up. You mature in life. The palate you have for life is different. And that's okay. But, you know, another example is when a person calls and you're just watching them, you're watching the phone ring. You're dancing to the tune of, your, of the tone of your phone, of your ringer. Why? Because you feel like if I pick up that call, the energy is going to require me to have this conversation is going to be a lot. Then, And if that person is in your intimate circle, I think it's time to either talk to that person or, or it's time to just distance yourself. Okay, it is time, you know, and replace it by something that's going to help you grow your circle, your intimate circle, because even Jesus had intimate, you know, people around him for certain things Did not all the disciples went with him everywhere. Right. So your circle should be able to not let you play small. Your circle should be able to be like, hold you accountable. Be like, Kayla, you say you was going, because one of the things is to lose weight, right? My circle, my accountability partner, one of my best is like, okay, how many pounds did you lose? What did you do? What did you do? Did you have a cheat day? It's okay. All right. Okay. Next week we'll do better. You know, they don't let you sit on yourself. They don't let you sleep on yourself. Your circle needs to help you bear fruit. Your circle needs to push you in a, in a way to help you grow in life and just not let you sit there, just be you. You know, because a lot of times jealousy does happen in friendship, which we're going to talk about in the next podcast, where they're just okay, you just being a victim, where they're always doing something for you. But the moment your eyes are clear the moment you start leveling up 
Now you a problem. Oh, she changed. Oh, she stuck up. No, boo. I was never meant to be a caterpillar all my life. I was meant to fly. You know, those people, not in your circle. All right. And the last point, because, you know, I like to keep my podcast short, my sessions short. Right. (laughs) Number five is I need you to speak life into yourself. My cousin, Debbie Fortune, um, Pastor Debbie's Fortune. So she had us doing um, an assignment. Right. An activity, not assignment, an activity in one of the chosen brunches. And one of the things is I need you to take out your camera and start speaking to yourself lovingly and for a lot of people including me right including I hand raised was uncomfortable with it why I don't know we were uncomfortable why because we never saw ourselves in a loving way we probably you know loving yourself goes far beyond just getting your hair and your nails done It's just embracing your flaws, being okay with your present self, okay? Being okay with your present self. A lot of time we're trying to fall in love with our future self. But honey, you need to celebrate what who you are now because as you celebrate yourself and you grow, you're going to continue to fall in love yourself in the future, right? So you need to change the language on how you speak yourself when you're addressing yourself. I be there's a friend every time she me, she's like, "Hey, queen." I'm like, I be at first I used to chuck up, be like, "Hey." Now when she's like, "Hey, queen," I'm like, "Hey, queen yourself." <laughs> like you know, like I give it right back because guess what? I am a queen. I am beautiful. I'm black and beautiful, educated, spiritual, whatever I say that I am, whatever God say that I am, I am. And I'm seeing it and I'm loving it. You know, I need to love, fall in love with myself. I'm not perfect. You know, Beyonce and Pretty Hurts have the song Pretty Hurts. And she talk about perfection is a disease, right? And a lot of times we want to want everything to be perfect. God put something in your heart. Oh, I got to wait for the right time to be perfect. And God said, now, but it's not the right branding, the night color. Perfect it as you go along, right? Let's do, let's do better to ourselves, Okay. Don't go hard for other people and not yourself. Don't be, you know, investing on other in p- other people's dreams where God has given you this, the right to with all these ideas and you're not doing it yourself. Don't let fear and insecurity handicap you, you know. So when I was, okay, when I was in, you know, in the hotel room that I am in now, I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh my God, I got to wake up at 6 a.m. for the kids, for breakfast, blah, blah, blah. And then I woke up so discombobulated. I'm like, whoa, no, not today. Girl, lay your head back down. And <laughs> I laid my head back down and I woke up at 9 a.m. <laughs> I woke up at 9 a.m. and I woke up, pulled the drapes open. And I started running around the suite and started doing cartwheels. And I felt so, it was so liberating. I'm pretty sure if anybody was looking through the window, they were like, who is this crazy black girl with locks going crazy in the, in, in, in the suite or whatever. But I didn't 
felt like that in such a long time. I felt so liberated. I felt like, wow, like I'm free. And let me tell you, the you know, I want to lose weight, but I also lost a lot of weight. And the most of the weight comes from people's opinion and credit on how they want me to be as a pastor wife or whatever. I lost, I left it all at the altar. I was just like, no, no, that's good. They needed that person for that generation. They needed this person for that gen. If that person wore big hats, praise the Lord, <laughs> right? But I'm not a big hatter, you know? So I've learned to love myself and who God created me to be. And guess what? I won't stop loving myself. So get ready. If that makes you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. It's not meant to feel make you feel uncomfortable. It's meant to love your own self and love your journey, you know? And I want you to fully glow and bloom into this beautiful person that God created you to be, all right? So, lovelies, I am wrapping up because, you know, I don't want to, take too long of your time but I want you to go out there be the best you can be loving yourself if it goes through therapy go have a calorie partner go get a trainer go get a get a a meal prepper go change your environment clutter free go do it do whatever that makes you feel good and pushes you to be the best you can be do it do it. Book that trip, girl. Book that trip. Book that trip. You know, take that time out for yourself. Go walk in the park. Well, you know, I live in New England, so. But even if, girl, just go take a drive. You know, you know, don't only spend you know, money, buying great gifts for everyone, but gift yourself. I talked about how I hesitated on gifting myself a gift for my birthday. I was, I was this close to talking myself out of it. I was like, no, no, no. God, it's my birthday. God saw it fit on October 7th, on the 10th month, that this world needed a Caitlyn. And I've been through hell and back, okay, with a pregnancy. And I deserve it. I really do. Let us not sell ourselves short, you know, just because, you know, for whatever reason. Whatever reason you want to come come up with to justify why you're selling yourself short, it ends today, on this Valentine's Day, everybody's like, oh, buy me. You know, you're buying other people gifts. Buy yourself a gift. Book that trip. Book that massage. Like, buy. You have come a long way, lovely. You have come a long way. And you're here breathing still. And I'm not saying you where you need, you know, you're there, you've hit it, you made it. I'm pretty sure if you look at your notebook or your thousand journals that you have, that you have still have written nothing on, I'm pretty sure you have gifts, I mean, goals that you've written down, gifts that you still hide, that you're hiding, that the world needs right now. I need you to stop sleeping on yourself, all right? So... Learn to love yourself and be in love with yourself. 
And as you do that and you see yourself through God's eyes, don't be shocked that you'll become a source of blessing to everyone around you. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up, I promise. I was listening to Cece Winans. That's my girl. Okay. I was into Alabaster Box. <sighs> There's a line in that song that talked about how Mary had to pay the cost. Like, you know, that song is so powerful. People don't know what you have, what you paid to become who you are. People don't realize the sacrifice. So I'm going to talk about it. People don't understand what it cost you to be here, to be at this moment. And you're still paying. And that's what I'm saying. If people walked in your shoes, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't survive. That's why as you're kinder and gentler to yourself and more gentle to yourself, I'm making up words. All right, you know, you know, don't come for me. As you're more, more gentle to yourself and you see yourself through God's eyes, right? And I'm going to keep repeating that, seeing yourself through God's eyes. You'll be able to hear not only with your physical hear, but with your heart when someone else is talking to you and crying out to you, even if it's a silent cry. You know what I mean? When you see yourself through God's eyes and you treat yourself the way you should be treating yourself, you'll be able to pick up signs, red flags, (laughs) everything. And you're able to see when other people are hurting, you know? God may use you as a vessel to bless others. You just don't know. So don't listen to the world and think it's me, 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 only me, only. God didn't create you to be by yourself. He created to share his blessings to the right people. So knowing your assignment, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> knowing your, your assignment is vital. Not everybody's meant to have access to you. And not everybody's meant even to share what you have. So... See you guys next time. Next time, we're going to have a guest with is the one and only Pastor Jean Lewis. And we're going to talk about loving yourself part two, you know, in marriage. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, but I'm excited for it. So, all right, guys. See you guys later. <laughs>